Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, Tox's picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, now the picture connects Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill On a fantastic Thursday, looking good out there today, and it looked pretty good last night. We got the SEC schedule reveal for 2024. Yes, there's a whole <laughs> there's a whole season of football to be played <laughs> prior to, but look, we're excited to have content, so work with me. Plus, if you're a Razorback fan, you actually got some good news for a change. After being screwed during the COVID year, Arkansas will play neither Alabama nor Georgia in the 24 season. That's exciting. Anyway, welcome. We got a busy day today, so try to keep up. But if you want to get in, probably the first hour is going to be your best bet. <laughs> no, it's your only bet. Yeah, pretty much. We got a really busy second, third hour. So, it, it, but the good news is the first hour is wide open, so this could be a, a good discussion if you want to call in. All right. So, Are you, yep. Just hitting on Alabama. Are you? Is there a little bit of you that's kind of sad you're not playing Alabama? No. This is your chance to beat Alabama this season. This is your best chance. This, this is your best year. chance in a long... Yeah. Don't you agree? Isn't it at Alabama? Uh, regardless, right. just as far as the matchup goes, this is your best matchup. I mean, your best bet. You've got one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. You've got the... Maybe... I mean, you can make an argument that Rocket Sanders is good as, as good or better than anybody else in the league running back-wise. Uh, if the offensive line, you got a couple guys that are going to be potential all-conference mm-hmm. guys, maybe not first-teamers, but you got a good anchor there. Um, and you know, obviously, there's still some questions defensively. But sure. You got you got a great kicker. I mean, you got a lot of pieces of the puzzle. Um, and Alabama's replacing their quarterback, so I think this is as good a shot as you're going to have. I thought last year was as good a shot as they were going to have when they had them at home, and Alabama lost their quarterback during the game. Remember, and then their backup came in and ran all over them, and the running back ran all over them, and it got out of hand. But then Arkansas battled back and made it halfway interesting. But well, I, yeah. I'll say this. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You do not have to beat Alabama to have a great season. But it's a lot easier to have a great season when you don't have to beat Alabama or Georgia. So, sucks for Tennessee, and it really sucks for Auburn. Auburn not only plays Georgia and Alabama, they go to both. Mm. Tennessee gets both Alabama and Georgia, but at least they get one of them at home. That's Alabama. I think you helped me answer my own question. I'm not sad about not playing Alabama. No, I mean, it's great. Arkansas Florida said we're going to play Alabama in the SEC championship game. Ooh. Yeah, you might, but Georgia may have something to say about that. Uh, Arkansas will get LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Texas at home. So it's still a salty home schedule. And then you go to Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri, and A&M. And the A&M game isn't even a road game. It's the new, last neutral side game. So I am glad that that stayed on the schedule because I would like Arkansas to have one more shot at them, especially with it being A&M's home game. So Arkansas gets to play a road neutral site game. So it works out great. Works out perfect. I, I love the schedule. You know, you want your hardest games at home, you know, where you have a home field advantage. You want, you know, some of your easier games on the road where you feel like you have a chance to win on the road. Uh, it's so hard. I was watching the SEC Network, and look, look, it was awesome to have content, to to have things to talk about, but they're trying to break down these games, and they kept reminding each other, this is 
Not this season. It's right. the next season. We have no clue what these teams are going to look like. Right. Who knows what you know Arkansas is going to look like, or or some of these teams. Like uh, a couple years ago, you know, you get Tennessee on the schedule, and you're like, that's a, that's a win. well. Now all of a sudden, Tennessee's looking good. Right now, but who knows what they'll look like next year or any of these teams. Right. So it's it's difficult. Well, I know what Georgia's going to look like. Yeah. I know what Alabama's going to look like. I don't know who the people filling those roster the roster will be, but I know what they're going to look like. And I feel pretty confident I know what LSU's going to look like. Yeah, I think LSU's obviously trending upward. And I'm glad that Arkansas gets to keep playing. That is a rivalry game. People do look forward to that. I mean, probably more so for Arkansas than LSU, but I think the LSU fans look forward to it as, as well. It's a trophy game, so... Wasn't it interesting when the SEC Network opened their coverage up last night talking about some of the rivalry games that would remain? They mentioned Arkansas-LSU They did the trophy. Not, they did not mention Arkansas-Missouri. No. No, not at all. So I was excited to see that, 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 uh, that the trophy game between LSU would uh, stick around for another year. Everybody was going to get Texas or Oklahoma, and I think Arkansas fans, of course, would rather play Texas, I think, A, because of where they are as a program, although they're probably about equal right now. But Texas is obviously just a much more intriguing game. Did anybody get Texas and Oklahoma? I didn't really look into that. No. Teams only got one of either. Okay. they didn't. Nobody's playing both. All right. Yeah, I didn't think they put Alabama and Georgia together on anybody's schedule or I don't know. And again, the Auburn deal, I just how you send them to Alabama and Georgia both is just that sucks. That's a bad deal, man. <laughs> hey, you wanted your rivalry games, you get them. How about the, the 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 schedule for Auburn though? They're playing more East opponents than ever, or formerly known as the East opponents. Uh, a lot of longtime rivalries, or uh, I don't want to say rivalries, longtime series will be ending for Auburn this year when you look at their schedule. Yeah. But, I mean, the Georgia and the Alabama are That's intact. what matters. That's, That's what matters. Too. But they're not playing LSU, for example. And it's the first yeah. time they haven't played them in... Well, sure. I mean, you're, you're going to miss some West teams, and that's part of it. But uh, they, they... My point is, they did a lot of keeping the West together, if you look at Arkansas' schedule. Basically, they're playing everybody from the West, the Old West, except for Alabama. Mm-hmm. And, and that, it's that way throughout, but except for Auburn. Hmm. Auburn is playing more East opponents, formerly known as the East opponents, than ever before. Uh, LSU's only playing a few. They're playing South Carolina, Florida, Vanderbilt. So they've got about, so a, they got three. about a half and half. And then... I guess we don't know what Oklahoma or Texas would be because we're not going to have divisions with them in there. So um, Oklahoma's another team they got. So I thought LSU's schedule was pretty decent. Their home schedule is great. Their road games include A and M, South Carolina, and Florida. Again, I don't know. There's a team. That, there's a team yeah. that definitely could look a lot different in two years. They could be really good, or they might or just still struggling to figure out who they are. Yep. Here, here's the stat I was looking for. LSU, Auburn, LSU has the first time they haven't played since '91. Ole Miss, Auburn, first time since 1989. Ole, uh, Auburn, Mississippi State, 1954. Yeah, they were all division games. I mean, so of course. But yeah. that's three division games, whereas Arkansas's got one, Alabama. Okay, that they're not playing. Good. That's good. Well, you got the one off that they wanted. So, who got the best break? They were saying, mm-hmm. I think LSU. They felt like that schedule was pretty good. I mean, again, there's nobody that's got an easy schedule. I just I feel bad for Tennessee. Um, or excuse me, for Auburn having to go to Georgia and, and Alabama. But Tennessee's schedule's not real easy either. they got to go to uh, Oklahoma. I guess they get to go to Vanderbilt, so that's not bad. And that was the thing about Auburn. At least they got Vanderbilt, Missouri, Kentucky. And Kentucky's obviously been a formidable mm-hmm. foe for the last few years here. But you do get some, some manageable games there to offset some of the, the other ones. But I, I think Georgia has the toughest schedule. Georgia should have the toughest schedule. Uh, and I agree. Two Texas, two Bama, two Ole Miss, two Kentucky, hosting Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. The home games are pretty manageable. Again, depending on what Florida and Tennessee look yeah, like in two years. Exactly. You're right. And, again, I think we all agree that uh, you know Auburn upgraded from a head coaching standpoint, yeah. and so they should be in better shape to compete at a high level in two years. Yeah, I think Hugh Freeze. I, I'm, I'm confident in Hugh Freeze. Yeah. I think he'll turn things around. If you want to join us today, you can at 661-1037. You can also send us First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line offerings at 661-1037.
Asher Record Live fan feedback also available. We didn't do what the hell yesterday. I'm going to try to squeeze one in today. Maybe we'll do it this hour because we didn't have time, and I hate to do it before Coach Kelly gets here. Hopefully he'll come in a little earlier than normal. Coach Kelly is joining us today because we were on the road yesterday at Bell & Sward. want to thank Eric and his team for having us up. Again, if you're looking for Father's Day ideas, it's a real simple, quick drive up to Conway and go to Bell & Sward. You can buy a gift card. You can buy anything for Dad. It is an easy, easy deal. And I uh, compared to yesterday to going to Ava Bella for Mother's Day. It is such a simple in and out. And uh, your dad is sure to like a lot of things. I would say something, but I was going to say a lot of things um, that uh, that they have in the store. So strongly encourage that. I also want to thank Mike's Place again for having us uh, or bringing us lunch yesterday. That was pretty phenomenal. So uh, U.S. Open's also going on this weekend, of course. And Wes will keep us updated on the leaderboard. The question will be, can we keep his attention focused at all on what we're doing here today? Or will he be lost watching the stream i gotta figure out the peacock stream yeah the peacock stream he said well, well why don't you pull that up and i was like well uh went on there and it looked like there was a five dollar fee which i don't mind spending five dollars but i wasn't going to do it to watch the us open i'm not going to watch enough peacock because the usa network has coverage starting at noon noon till seven on usa then it goes to nbc nbc prime seven to ten that's my plan tonight that is definitely what i'm going to be doing yesterday i uh was like okay what am i going to do tonight and there are a bunch of shows I've kind of started, and it's funny because actually Chris Alley's coming in with the Average Guy Movie Review, brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi, and he's going to review uh, Jury Duty. Hmm. And I try to get into it, man. It's just so slow. And I see what they're doing, and I think if I hung with it, maybe I'd like it. I just couldn't do it. Where are you? Uh, I don't know. I watched like seven episodes, maybe. There's only eight. Okay. I guess I better finish it then. And maybe. that's the payoff. Yeah, maybe. Seven and eight were great, were really good. Maybe not seven. Maybe I only got through four or five. I don't know. I have to go okay. back. Because it all kind of runs together. I mean, it's all the yeah. same thing. It's like one long thing. Yeah. I mean, they could have just made it a movie, but anyway, it's fine. It's a series, but it's it's not really like a series because it all kind of, I mean, it's like any series. I guess I, it flows into each other, but I don't know. None I, of the episodes, I guess, because I just, you know, you hit click and play the next one. I don't know how many I did, but anyway, I was trying to get into it. I just, I love the concept. It's kind of quirky and funny and kind of goofy, and I like the concept. It just didn't really didn't really sell me. Yeah, I think five and six it did kind of get slow, and, and there was a time in there that I was like thinking about just giving up on it. Yeah, but I hung in there, and I'm so glad I did because the payoff is worth it. Mm. I may just go watch the last episode. The six and seven. The concept of the 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 case is so dumb. That's the problem for me. If the case had been reasonable or at least interesting, I might have been more into it. But the case was so stupid that they were allegedly mm-hmm. serving as a jury on. I think that's why it was an issue for me. Anyway, we'll get his thoughts on it. I know he he finished it up, so we'll get it, give give what he thought about it. Uh, Kevin Kelly, I mentioned Bowen Hefley Orthopedics, bringing him in today. We'll talk to Coach about the schedule and whatever else he wants to get into. And uh, in the eleven o'clock hour, we had a couple of All Americans in earlier in the week from track and field. Well, Little Rock's got a All American from the mound, Jackson Wells, who's a Rogers native is going to join us by phone. He's back home, but Coach Curry is going to come in studio. So we're going to talk to him in the 11 o'clock hour about the World Series and also Jackson's performance and his season. And uh, they didn't miss out by much on making the postseason. They had a tough loss in their conference tournament early. And uh, if they would found a way to pull that one off, who knows what could have happened. But anyway, he's a third-team All-American. should be mentioned, too, that uh, our guy Hagan Smith made first-team All-American. So congratulations to both those guys. Barrett's lead, 1130. Get his thoughts on the schedule. And uh, we got some friends coming in from the Innovation Hub in the 11 o'clock hour. And then we mentioned Chris and entertainment and birthdays and all that. So, yeah, crazy day today. Did you do the question of the day yet? We have not teased it yet. I have tweeted it. It is, how do you feel about the 2024 Arkansas football schedule? Rank it by five stars. One, or five, four, three, two. Okay. Five star being awesome. Yeah. I'm close to giving it a five star. The home schedule, it's awesome. I mean, like, if you're not a season ticket holder and you're thinking about it, next year's the year. I mean, that is four phenomenal home games. I mean, that's if you were to take a poll and say, give me your your top four rivals, I I think that's how it would finish. Ole Miss, Tennessee, LSU, Texas. Is there another rival you would have in there? I think that is the four top rivalry games. You get them all at home. So I think the home schedule is awesome, and the road, sca- uh, the road schedule is manageable. 
So I think it's, I mean, to me, it's a four, maybe a five star schedule. I don't know what you, what would you change if you could? If you, well, could, if you could fix I'll it. I'll go four star because you could get Vandy yep. and yep. you could get South Carolina. Probably. While these rivals are great games at home. They're not great if you don't win, right? right. They're only great if you, you go to this game and it's your rival and you beat them. That's what's fun. You like winning. You like leaving the stadium after a victory. So that's the only thing, you know, if it maybe instead of a Tennessee, it was Vanderbilt. Uh, if it, instead of LSU, and although I love playing LSU, so I don't want to use that and not say Texas. So no, I guess maybe that would be the one. And I could switch out Tennessee for an easier yeah, game Vanderbilt. because Tennessee, the Tennessee is trending team. up. Um, that would be the only thing that uh, make it a little easier. That's what prevents me from saying it's a five-star. I mean, honestly, if I'm looking for wins, I'd trade LSU for Vanderbilt. If I'm trying to win. Yes. yes. I, I think this is a 4-4 four and four schedule just off the top of my head. When you look at it, if they can split their home and away games, I think that would be pretty good. And I think it's doable. If Jacoby Criswell is what we think he can be, um, again, you're going to be you know breaking in a new starting quarter. There'll be a lot of change in the team by next year, but... I mean, just on paper, I would think you're going to have a chance to split, and then if you can win your non-con games, you'd be in great shape. Is there any way KJ could come back? That's what I was just thinking. I don't know. He probably could. I doubt he would. If he has the kind of year we expect him to have, I wouldn't yeah. imagine he wouldn't leave. Well, you know, Coach Kelly's high on uh, on Chriswell. Yeah. And, you know, maybe there's not a huge drop-off if he takes over. And I think he will get some experience this year. It's bound to happen. It's happened the last two years. KJ misses time due whoa, to whoa, an injury. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, it's the facts. Whoa. Take it easy, big guy. Well, do you are you are you can you tell me that he's going to play, buddy? I can't tell you no. the last time Arkansas had a season where a quarterback didn't get injured. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Chances are Jacoby Criswell is going to play a game, start a game next year. Look, let's face it. He's a running quarterback who takes hits, and he has been injured in each of the last two seasons and missed some time. So. I think it's pretty safe to say Jacoby Criswell is going to get some playing time. We're going to have a good feeling of what he can do in I think he'll play regardless, even, no, if, yeah. even if KJ oh, yeah. stays upright. Um, when was the last time Arkansas played an entire season without an injured quarterback? Maybe one of the Allens. Those dudes were tough. Yeah, they they're tough, but they, injuries. but did they play every game? I'll have to look through uh, the I stats. Think Brandon may have one of those years. Hmm. I know one year got A.J. Derby to play, and that that's was not right, pretty. Yep. And then there were the years that they were just bouncing through quarterbacks. It wasn't so much as injury. It's more years. performance. Did Mallett go down with an injury at all? Mallett played his whole year, I didn't he? Mallett no, played. remember Tyler Wilson had to come in. Auburn. 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 And did, right. did he not start the, did he start the next week, too? Uh, you could say anything right he now. He started at Alabama, didn't he? Didn't he start at Alabama? I don't Maybe recall. I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I believe anything. It was a way back. But, yeah, it's been a while because I was thinking about Felipe Franks, you know, didn't play. A game or two. And that's when KJ came in. Yep. Up against Missouri, the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you need a backup quarterback in the SEC. And Chris Wells is going to get his chance. So, U.S. Open's underway. What do we got? I saw the leaders at one under last I checked before we came on the air. What are we looking at now? Have you, uh, have you checked it? I'm pulling up the scoreboard. There are a number of folks out there. They started around 8 o'clock Central Time, right? Is that right? Are these Eastern no, listings? These are Central, so yeah. Six there. Nine. They didn't start till nine yeah, Central. Seven so. there. Yep. Yeah, I see a bunch of one-unders. Okay. There weren't a lot of household names early. Shane Lowry, Justin Thomas, uh, and Tommy Fleetwood just teed off like 30 minutes ago. So most of the... Uh, Gary Woodland's in a good group with Adam Scott. Colin Morikawa is, and Scotty Scheffler behind him. Uh, they're just getting underway on their first hole, so yeah. I mean, a lot of the you know the main guys are going to be because it gives the late start time because the West Coast, but yeah, um, so. it's eight twenty four there. So just they're they're getting some of the the amateurs, some of the qualifiers. That's who's who are going off right now. And uh, once the uh, uh, they want you know they want some good guys finishing up tonight uh, between seven and ten on uh, prime time on NBC, and then they want some good guys finishing up on the USA Today coverage this afternoon, but. Right now you have, good, it looks like uh, 10 guys at one under par. Shane Lowry, like you mentioned, Francisco Molinari, Kevin Strillman, Scott Stallings. Those are the only names I recognize. There's a couple of amateurs, Omar Morales and uh, Michael Brennan at one under par. But the, 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 I see four holes. So they are just honestly, yeah, just getting started. The Arkansas contingent, the first guy to tee off is until 2.15. So you got some time if you want to watch the guys with Arkansas Connections. There's three of those guys. 
um, who are Razorback golfers that are teeing off. Uh, real quick before we hit the break here, can you guys help me on this golf league that uh, Tiger and Roy got in on, this tomorrow golf league? So I- I'm really curious to see how it's going to be received. So I guess the story is they're going to hit their long shots into a simulator, and then they're going to have they're going to do it from like a chipping green area where they can chip and putt. And I don't know how they're going to place the ball to like simulate where they would be. It's a really weird deal, but apparently it takes two hours, and so it'll be a little more TV friendly maybe, and it'll be great for spectators. You just want to sit there and watch them. You're you're just I guess it's probably going to be like some kind of stadium set up around a a green. I don't know. It's really weird. Have you guys looked into this at all? No, I've not. The more I read about it, the more confused I am. Players will strike full shots both off the tee and approaches into simulators, while short game shots will take place in front of fans in a new arena built on the Palm Beach State Campus in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Really weird. I mean, it sounds kind of cool, though. going to play? I guess, because, it's again, you got to have the right setup. you got to have the simulator. you got to have the green structure. Uh, they've got 12 players who are going to be part of this. John Rahm's among them. Colin Morikawa. Tiger. I guess Tiger. Rory. <laughs> Uh, and, and Ricky Fowler. Anyway, it's a, it's a very unique thing. I didn't really know what it was. I thought the whole thing was simulated. But apparently the short game stuff is going to be live in front of the fans. So, I mean, as a fan, if you've got a seat, that's awesome. Because you got all the golfers right in front of you. Yeah. Well, think about playing on a uh, on a golf simulator. Your your drivers, your long irons. They, it feels pretty accurate of where it's yeah. going. It's when you get to chipping and putting that... It's kind of a weird feel. Very. So they're taking that aspect out of it and taking the best of the golf simulator and then the best of playing and chipping and putting. It's pretty smart. I just am curious to see how it'll be received. And from a TV standpoint, will people tune in versus real golf? I don't know. Now, you got the best, you know, some of the best guys, so that's cool. But it's a a weird thing. It's a weird concept to even come up with. I think if you can get the best guys doing pretty much anything related to golf, people are going to tune in out of curiosity and just to watch those guys. And if it's a good product, they'll continue watching. If it's not, it'll go away. It's all going to be driven by ratings anyway, right? If people are watching, they'll stick it. They'll keep it out there because networks love ratings and they love live TV. And if it, they can get ratings on a live TV, they'll keep doing it. Our favorite insurance guy, John Mark Goins, tells me that the green is going to change shape for each hole. And Michael, how's that going to work? So they're going to have like hydraulics underneath yeah, it where they so. can raise, raise it and lower. lower it. Yeah, bizarre. Anyway, it'll be. Inter- I can't wait to see him try to pull it off. So, I guess that's the story. Interesting. All right, ten twenty eight. We'll come back. We may squeeze in a what the hell segment here in a little bit. Uh, we've got a guest coming up at ten forty five as well. If you want to weigh in on the schedule, how do you feel about it? Five star, four star, three star, two star. Uh, how would you rate Arkansas's schedule? Again, it could have been a lot worse. No Georgia, no Bama. Let's just start there. And, yeah, maybe would replace a game or maybe even two. But for the most part, you got to be pretty pleased with what what came together and also the games that they have at home. It is, like Wes said, a very attractive home schedule. I'm sure Hunter and Coach Pippen were thrilled with the way things came together. And God knows the league owed them after screwing them in COVID. That was a uh, not a good situation. Kudos to Hunter. I don't know how much of a role. I think he had a decent role in working with the commissioner now did you hear anything from them yeah i didn't see sankey's comments no but the press release kind of explained how the schedule was made they they try to keep the regional aspect and they they uh they took each team had four games against the top eight teams they took a basically a rating system they looked at how you finished uh over the last uh well since a&m and missouri joined the league they took a look at the standings, and, and uh, so they took you had four games against the top eight teams and four games against the lower eight teams. So they wanted a competitive, balanced schedule that also had regional rivalries in there. That's great. Well, Arkansas has zero games against the top two. That's the best thing. Finger wrapped around your finger. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is SportsCenter. 
The wait is finally over. Every single SEC team knows who they will be playing and where they'll be playing them in the 2024 season. Last night, the schedules were announced for the new-look SEC. The Razorbacks got their assignments at home for them. It'll be a great schedule that features LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Texas. On the road for Arkansas, it'll be Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri, and Texas A&M as well. They also have games in the non-conference against UAPB at home. UAB will be at home as well, as will Louisiana Tech. On the road in the non-conference, it'll be Oklahoma State in Stillwater. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Summer is here, and it's the beginning of Saracen Sports Car Giveaways. Play at Saracen all this month for a chance to win a hot, hot Mustang convertible courtesy of Trotter Ford. Start your summer in style at Saracen Casino, where you can qualify to win one of America's favorite summer sports cars, the Ford Mustang Convertible. Take the short trip to the only Arkansas casino where someone will win a Mustang convertible. Saracen Casino Resort. Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Russellville, Arkansas, a growing area conveniently located at the crossroads of I-40 and Scenic Highway 7, offering 14 parks, soccer, softball, and baseball complexes with pavilions and modern facilities for public enjoyment. From fishing and hunting to kayaking and canoeing, you'll find more than enough to see and do in the Arkansas River Valley. With four state parks, Lake Darnell, Mount Nebo, Mount Magazine, and Petty Jean, each offer a beauty all of their own. So plan a day trip or an overnight visit and experience the great community spirit of Russellville. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Tonight at Brewskies, it's sports trivia at 7 p.m. Followed by the best karaoke party in town at 9 p.m. And the party don't stop till 2 a.m. Hey, it's Joey and Ryan right here at Red River Dodge. We've got some huge discounts to tell you about. We're doing it again. $10,000 off MSRP on new Ram 1500. And we've got up to $7,000 off new Jeep Gladiator Sport. Up to $5,000 off MSRP on new Jeep Wrangler. We have huge discounts, big selection. We're going to give you the most for your trade. So make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com. During the 4th July sales event. Welcome back in the zone. Got a question for us? Ask it live on fan feedback on our text line at 501-661-1037. Or hit us up on Twitter at JustinAkery7, at Wes underscore more, and at Seaweaver1037. And we'll do our best to answer it for you. Last night, Foo Fighters at the Amp in... Rogers, I wish I had tickets and had gone. I was getting texts from people like, "Are you at the show? You going to the show?" That was last night. Yeah, that would have typically been a show I would have been at, but I missed my window. New album last Friday, I think. Yeah, good timing. I'm quite sure it was good. They're definitely on my bucket list of bands. I'm kind of disappointed myself for not making more of an effort to get tickets, but here we are. Why didn't you do it? What? Why? What's your excuse? I don't really have one. I'm an idiot. So I saw one of the NBA haters yesterday. We'll call him, uh, well, anyway, uh, on social media yesterday. It's Clay Travis. Uh, Talking about how bad the ratings were for the finals. Well, that's fine, but that's only half the story. The NBA playoffs had their best ratings in five years. The NBA announced on Tuesday that its games averaged about 5.5 million viewers across the different uh, television outlets. Their highest number in five years. Finals between the Nuggets and Heat averaged 11.64, and that was a 6% drop from last year. So, admittedly, the finals did not have the draw, but you kind of knew, I mean, with the teams you had. I mean, Denver's not a... Miami's not a sexy team. Denver's not necessarily sexy, even though they have... They're not national... Yeah, they're not national brands, though. For average fans, like if you have Lakers, Celtics, I mean, there's probably five or six others that would make more sense to an average fan, even though it sucks because it was good basketball. And I love the Miami and story, and Jokic's story is cool, too, and Murray. But Despite it being a five-game series, it was a relatively close five-game series. Yeah, they were competitive games. Last year's finals had, um, let me see here, 
Game, looking here. For example, Game 7, Celtics 76ers drew 8.44 million. So, that's... When was that? Uh, well, Game 6, the Lakers-Warriors on ESPN drew 8.64. Okay. The two most-watched second-round games since 2011. So, there was some upside. Yeah, Game 7s are always exciting. Yeah. Five out of the six games in the Lakers-Warriors series were in the top ten most viewed. But, again, you got two really high-profile teams with two of the most high-profile players. So... You know, again, it's not, I mean, you're not going to get ratings from guys like you. You can get ratings from what intrigues the casual fan who's not going to watch it unless there's something compelling for them. Yeah, I, I couldn't care less about ratings. I don't care. Yeah, but it does matter. And, well, it does. I don't know. The, the money keeps going up in the NBA, and the ratings haven't necessarily backed it up. Well, I mean, it sounds like the playoff ratings were good. I mean, again, I think the finals are completely indicative of what who's playing. I think that there's a lot of ways to watch the NBA in which they don't measure it in terms of streaming. I don't think they get all the accurate numbers from that. Yeah, you always talk about that. And also, let's face it, people are watching it illegally. A lot of people are watching it illegally. Yeah. And that that sucks, but... But everybody's beholden to the same metrics. Right. So, again, but, and you're measuring it year to year the same, unless people completely change their watching habits year to year. But you also have to factor in demographics that are watching it. Younger people are watching the NBA as opposed to more older pe- older people that are watching in the NFL, which are watching it on regular TV a lot of times. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's fair to compare anything to the NFL. It's not. You're strictly comparing it to itself. So again, the ratings were up. You should be happy about that for the playoffs. The I think the finals again are completely. If it was Lakers Celtics, they'd have been through the roof. Mm-hmm. Even though they weren't the two best teams. Right. If it was Warriors Celt or Warriors Celtics, yeah. I think it would have been through the roof. Even the Sixers, just because of the market size. Right. If you can get LeBron in, people love to watch, whether they love whether him they or hate, hate him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Steph's a guy that everybody likes. Yep. I mean, I don't know what his Q rating is, but it's got to be through the roof. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a homeless person. <laughs> you didn't see that story? No, help me. It, it was a while back. That was a little too random. It must have been when I was off. They were going to build a homeless shelter... Uh, not extremely oh, yeah. far from his house, and he basically put in a word and said, no, we can't do that. Not extremely far from his house. What does that mean? Yeah, it wasn't... It was going to hurt the value the exact, of the neighborhood. Yeah, it was in the neighborhood, essentially. And it, uh, was it a house, or it was like a? Uh, it was going to be like a uh, a complex, almost? Yeah, like for, it was going to be like a complex. Like an apartment yeah. complex for homeless yeah. people? Yeah. It may have been some tiny houses, too. Or some affordable sp- housing yeah. or something like that. Huh. Boy, a lot like, happens when I'm off. I can't, I can't really afford to take off anymore. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, I think you'd get that in by, from most people in most communities. Yeah. So, I think most homeowners would probably object to more that. Of a yeah. joke. I gotcha. I just didn't know the joke. Sorry. Thank you for helping me out on that. Uh, again, 661-1037 if you want to get in on uh, schedule talk or anything else. Um, also, other NBA note here, the uh, shoes from Michael Jordan's flu game were auctioned off. $1.38 million. And I'm like, man, that would be such a cool thing to own. But you know what's cooler than owning shoes from a significant game? Owning 1.38 million. Um, 38-7 and 5 in 44 minutes that night as the Bulls beat the Jazz. So the guy's name, he was a, he was a Jazz ball boy, Preston Truman. He somehow got favor with Jordan by bringing him applesauce before games. That's crazy. He was photographed receiving the sign kicks from Jordan, but additional photo matching was done by Sports Investors Authentication, and there's a letter of authenticity as well. So we knew they were legit. He held on to them for 15 years before he consigned them to gray flannel auctions in 2013 when they were sold for 104000 It demolished the record for game-worn shoes across sports. Ten years later, the same sneakers, appreciated by more than 1,200%, but still fell short of the all-time record for a pair of sneakers. That still belongs to Jordan's uh, shoes that he wore in the second half of the 98 game that were, was featured in the last dance. So so if he sold them, I guess this kid didn't get paid for them? I guess he sold them off before. So whoever, I guess the, the auction house, the gray flannel auctions had them. And I don't know what the story was on, on how that all came to be. Are we sure this kid wasn't the one who poisoned him? With the applesauce? Bad applesauce? Could be. So, 
Man, that kid's got to be kicking himself. He got a hundred and four grand for him, which again, that's a lot of money. But if he held on say to him, what year that he sold him? Says he held him for fifteen years. So do the math. Wow. So like twenty eleven. Uh, fifteen, thirteen, twenty thirteen. Okay. Yeah. If he had held him ten more years, he would have got ten times the money. Too bad for him. Maybe he took that hundred thousand, invested it, and now he's like a billionaire. I think you're drunk. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, go ahead. First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. Mm-hmm. Do you think not playing Alabama and Georgia in 2024 will positively impact transfer portal to Arkansas? Seems like a good opportunity to land some second and third string players from one of those teams, and then they wouldn't have to play the school they left. I think that will have zero impact. Me too. Do you think that not playing them in 2024 means that we're getting both of them in 2025? Not necessarily. Let's see how Arkansas does in 2024. And I'm I'm under the belief that in 2025 they'll move to a nine-team schedule yeah. after they rework the TV contract. As much as I don't want them to, I think you're probably right. So then I guess that increases the likelihood because you got one more game, right? You're going to have a chance to miss, what is that, 15, 9? You're going to miss six teams? Mm-hmm. Or five teams, I guess, if you're one of them. Anyway, it's uh, odds are you're going to get one of them for sure. Yeah. And... God, I hope they don't make him play both. Ugh. David. Hey, guys. Uh, as far as the 2024 schedule, man, you got to rate it at least a 4.5 because every year when you look at our schedule, we have at least one guaranteed loss. And some years, two. And you can look at that schedule. There is not a single game on there that is not winnable in everybody's mind. Sure, there's some tough challenges, but every game is winnable. And in my opinion, that puts a lot more pressure on the coaching staff. So, uh, you know, that's that's just the first thing I thought. But anyway, uh, I'd like to say that uh, I have watched the film on Malachi Singleton, and I've watched watched it for a while, uh, all the way back from when he committed. And this young man is some kind of talent. He has arm strength, size. The picture of him in his Razorback uniform was almost astounding uh, because of his muscular physique. He is not a frail young man. He can throw uh, 30 yards down the field fairly accurately without even setting his back foot very well. He is extremely talented. And for a guy his size, he can make guys miss. Uh, I understand that... uh, we have Criswell and Fortin, and both of those uh, have a large uh, advantage on on him because of their experience. And we all know experience matters in the SEC. But I just hope that he's uh, given an honest chance to get that at least number three spot when when they start practicing. And uh, we know the coach wants to win, uh, possibly even as bad as we do. And I'm sure that uh, he's smart enough to, to know what he's witnessing in practice. But uh, we do not want this young man to transfer under any circumstance, in my opinion, because I believe he is the real deal. And I'm just surprised not many people are talking about it. But I'd like to hear what y'all think about that. All right. Uh, I haven't seen enough from him to have any kind of feel. Have you watched much tape on him? Just some of the stuff in the spring game. Yeah. Well, I watched that. I was there, but he's impressive. I mean, he, uh, physically, he's yeah. impressive, like, like he said. But I don't know. We haven't seen him when the bullets are flying and what he looks like in a game. And, um, and like he said, experience matters, and that's why you know, I think Jacoby's the guy next year. Yeah, I don't think Ford's a factor necessarily, but no, it's nice to have a uh, backup to the backup. Matt makes an interesting point here on Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, and then we'll hit a timeout here. You guys ever see a future scenario where the SEC starts their own playoff to crown the SEC regular season champ? Take the top four teams and make them play at home sites. I don't think it'll happen, but that's a very intriguing scenario, and that'd be some great TV. That's almost a scenario where the NCAA or the SEC was like, uh, if you can't figure out a playoff system, we'll just do our own playoff system and crown our own champion. That you're was kind of their threat. You're still not going to get a national championship out of that, but it would be cool. Yeah. They're just saying, hey, the, 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 screw you guys. We'll do our own national championship. It's one more us. game. Yeah, that, that's why they won't do it. Well, they won't let them do it anyway, because you mm-hmm. don't want to play so many regular season games anyway. I'm assuming they're still capped at 12. Yeah. So, But it would be neat. I'd love to see that. I think it's a great idea, man. I never even thought about such a thing. 1044, we'll take a break. We come back. We've got a special event that's coming up in the next couple of days we want to tell you about. 
that will benefit uh, the Shriners. So we'll visit with Tom about that on the other side. It's 1045 and you're in the zone. Stay with us. Feel free. We're going out to Quadney Chevrolet tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're in the market for a new car tomorrow. It's a great time to come buy a car. You know that we'll do some wheeling and dealing, and we'll be out there and telling you about some of the great deals. Deal Team 6 is back. They haven't been deployed in a long time. They're giving $7,500 off Silverado's in stock if you're trading in a vehicle that's newer than 2009. Get $2,000 off in stock 2023 Equinox. Plus, they have rates on everything new in stock as low as 6.99% financing. Go to the website, GuadiChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. You can see all the deals. Then go out to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville, and they're going to give you a top dollar for the vehicle you're trading in. You'll be able to pay off your vehicle and then have a little extra to put down on as a new payment. Go see our friends at Guadney Chevrolet, and if you can't make it today, come see us tomorrow at Guadney Chevrolet. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is John Neighbors. I want to remind all of you Buzz listeners out there to head over to our social media accounts at 1037 The Buzz on Facebook, Twitter, and on YouTube as we are now streaming live with video. So not only do you get to hear from our beautiful voices, you also get to see all of our pretty faces for each and every show throughout the day. So be sure to head over to 1037 The Buzz on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter and watch us live each and every day right here on 1037 The Buzz. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At take five, your oil change is faster than you think. Take five, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Alzheimer's disease affects over 6 million Americans. While there is no cure, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk and improve brain health. Steps include regular exercise, eating a healthy diet, staying socially engaged, and challenging your brain with new activities. If you or a loved one are experiencing memory loss or other symptoms of Alzheimer's, seek medical attention right away. Join us in the fight against Alzheimer's. Learn more at healthyar.info forward slash bold. A message from the Arkansas Department of Health. Congratulations, you're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance, so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Shelter Agent Todd Matthews in Benton, Matt Steele in Bryant, or Gary Elmore in Lowenoke today. Difficult times challenge our mental and physical health. Take time to exercise. Focus on your emotional needs and your loved ones. If you need help, Visit MethodistFamily.org. For over 120 years, MFH has been your community resource for a complete continuum of care. This message is sponsored by Methodist Family Health and aired in cooperation with this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. You're back in the zone. You know, we disagree on things from time to time, but one thing's for sure. I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. <laughs> what do they say now here? Woo, pig Now, let's root for those hogs and stay tuned yeah, to the zone. Slam that door. She broke All right, no time like the present, 1049. Let's uh, squeeze in a special event. Mention here, Tom Prince joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. The Shriners put on an event this weekend, and uh, Tom can tell us more about where, what, when, how, how much, and where the money's going. Tom, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me and allowing me to speak for the Shriners and primarily speak for the kids that the Shriners take care of at no cost to the families or the children uh, at our, one of our 22 hospitals around the country. And uh, we're having this Saturday, and I know it's late notice, but uh, you, you never quit when you're trying to raise funds. 
and the funds go to the hospitals to benefit the children. Uh, we're having our eighth annual Golf at the Rock uh, golf tournament, uh, which is more fun than it is tournament, I believe. But guys that play in it and the gals that play in it play seriously. And it's Saturday at Country Club of Arkansas, Golf at the Rock, tee off at uh, Shotgun Start at 8.30. Registration begins at 7.45. And I want to get this in real quick. Uh, uh, gentlemen, I appreciate your time. Uh, uh, if you want to play or if you want to just be a sponsor, contribute money to the event to help us out as we help out the children, uh, you need to contact Russell Betts, B-E-T-T-S. He's a heck of a gentleman, uh, colonel in the uh, Arkansas Guard, but his phone number is 501-753-6977, We've got all the, the goodies that go along with the golf tournaments. You can buy mulligans, uh, a long drive closest to the pin, uh, all that sort of activity. Some par- paraphernalia that's given away at, uh, at the outset. Uh, to make it uh, a fun uh, a fun activity. That's this Saturday. And if I can, let me say that our hospitals uh, for children that the Shriners have, I'm on the Board of Governors of our hospital in St. Louis, and what we do for these children is just uh, mind-boggling. These kids that are born with cleft palate, uh, limbs either missing or shorter, uh, spinal deformities, uh, just anything and everything that you can think of. I mean, when you walk in there in the hospital, we wear our, our fezzes, which is a, that cute little red hat that we wear. Uh, these kids come up to you in their wheelchairs or on their crutches or however their uh, mobility is, and they just grab you around the leg. And uh, they offer so much thanks because we have improved their quality of life so much. It's really rewarding. Tom, we'd love to see some folks. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I was just going to ask, do you know how many kids are impacted each year by Shriners here in Arkansas? Oh, well, in Arkansas, uh, man, this is a guess. I believe we transport probably uh, 200 or more up to St. Louis. And the one thing that we do is we transport the children. The families will contact us and say, I have a child that I think could benefit from, my, uh, from the hospitals. And we transport the children and the family member uh, either fly them to St. Louis or drive them to St. Louis or Shreveport. We have a hospital in Shreveport, too, that's active. And provide room and board for them if they are required to stay over. Provide the treatment, the surgeries, whatever uh, they need uh, at no cost to the family. The question is not even asked about how much money you have or don't have. It's completely uh, avoided that discussion. And uh, what the Shriners, the local Shriners, like our Scimitar Temple, what we're doing is raising money to provide for the transportation of the families and the children to and from the hospitals. And uh, in in most cases, uh, Justin, it, it, uh, it's so sad, but in most cases, these uh, kids and these families can't get there, can't get to St. Louis, or it's difficult for them to get to St. Louis. And we like to take that burden off of them because they've got enough pressure with their precious child uh, that happens to be born, and God only knows why, but happens to be born with some uh, malady that uh, certainly interferes in, in the entire family's quality of existence, quality of life. So it's a, it, it's an extremely rewarding. I've been involved, I'm 73 years old, and I've been involved in a lot of activities over my lifetime. Uh, being a Shriner and being involved with the hospital is the most rewarding event I've ever been involved in. So a good way to get started is come out Saturday for uh, Golf at the Rock. Either be a sponsor or be a player. Your choice. We'd love to have you. Saturday, 8.30, and only 125 bucks a player. What a deal. So, hey, listen. Okay, yeah, it's, it, it's a bargain. It really is. Uh, again, you can reach Russell if you want to to get in. And uh, that number is... you have that number again, Tom, real quick? Yeah, yeah I do. Seven, that's 501-753-6977. That's Russell Best's number, and he can arrange to uh, get you all registered and 
and uh, arrange to get your money from you. And uh, we'd love to have you play. We got room for a couple of more teams. And or we would, uh, if, if your heart is touched by this at all, look up ArkansasRiners.com to get a feel for what actually goes on. If your heart is touched and you want to be a sponsor at any amount, uh, Russell can handle that too. And and boy, that that would be greatly appreciated. It, that the money does not go to help out these knuckleheads here in in uh, Little Rock that have a good time uh, hmm. taking care of the children. It goes directly to the hospitals and the transportation fund. So. Very good. We appreciate it. Tom, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Good luck with the event. Yes, sir. Thanks for having us on. You good bet. Luck. Thanks, Go all. All right. Yeah. Speaking of, first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, I'm sure there's plenty of talk about the Arkansas schedule for 24. Well, and this is great, too, from Ethan in Atkins. He was born with CP, and when he was nine, he went to Shreveport to have surgery to lengthen the Achilles tendon on his right leg. Shriners is a great organization. Thank you, Ethan. Um, this one from the 501 says, Auburn goes to both Bama and Georgia every other year anyway, so this isn't anything new, except for they're playing both on the road. It's not a home and road. Mm -hmm. So that's a little tougher. Uh, Who is the easiest schedule? That's from uh, BG in Spa City in that 2024 group. Somebody suggested, maybe it was Greg McElroy last night on SEC Network suggested LSU. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, I think someone was talking about A&M possibly having a good, a favorable uh, I don't know if it's the easiest, but they felt like that was a nice matchup. For we haven't match. We haven't talked about it, but the matchup with Texas returning is great for, oh. f- for college football. No, it is. So A and M gets Arkansas neutral site, LSU at home, Missouri at home, Texas at home. Those are all very manageable games for them. At Auburn, at Florida, at Mississippi State, at South Carolina. A and M far and away got the best schedule. That's cake. Yes, comparatively, LSU still got to play Alabama, Oklahoma. Which again, I don't know what Oklahoma is going to look like. Um. You do get Vanderbilt. I think LSU or A&M, I think it's a no-brainer. Those two are the ones that benefited greatly from this this setup. All right, this one uh, from the 870. Please help settle a debate I'm having with my friends. Sam Pittman will be fired this year if he has a blank and blank record. Zero and 12. I would say two and 10. Yeah, it has to be disastrous, yeah. I would believe, to get fired this year. I think they'd have to have, yeah, anything four wins or less, I would think it'd be in the conversation, but I don't think Three right. and nine? Say you lost to BYU, but you won the other three non-conference games that you better win. And you don't win a single conference game? Yeah. Oh, if you don't win a conference game with this team, yeah, you're in big trouble. I'm going to put the over-under four okay. and a half. You better win a couple conference games this year. Yeah. Yeah. And you better win at least three out of four. But he will be fired. I don't know. I don't know how thin the ice is. I don't think it's thin. Yeah, I mean, but if you had a disastrous year, I mean, that would be that'd be horrendous. And again, let's assume there's no significant injuries or anything like that. We're just right, you know, on what we know. Not you know, KJ goes out in the first game, and then Criswell goes out, and all of a sudden you're with your third string quarterback. Yeah, and you have a built-in excuse. Right. Good question, though. It's a good debate you're having with your friend Cattleman. Uh, yeah, that jury duty show was pretty boring and not funny. That's kind of where I was at with it. Wes says it's worth it if you stay till the end. Stay till the end. I'll have to try. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You may